On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Edison 32K Podcast. I just finished watching the Novak Djokovic versus Roger Federer uh, 2019 Wimbledon final, and oh my gosh, it was so crazy. I I just wanted to do a quick podcast and give my feedback and, and just kind of tell you guys what I'm feeling right now because these are some of the two best players in the world in the history of tennis, and they played a five-hour-and-something match final, and although Novak came out on top, I think... The match was was amazing, and both players played at the highest level. Um, Federer played very well strategically, trying to like you know move in, be more aggressive, shoring up the points. But Novak is just so mentally tough, and um, there was a time in in the fifth set when I think it was like he was Novak was down fifteen forty, and uh, Federer was serving for the match. He had two match points, and for some weird reason, like I don't know if you guys follow tennis, but back at the U.S. Open, I forgot what year it was, but Novak was also down two match points, and uh, he came back and broke Federer, and then he won the match, which was the same thing that happened here at this year's Wimbledon's final, and it was like a deja vu all over again. But it's like you can never count out Djokovic because he's mentally, I think, so strong now, and he kind of hit a different gear, and, and he can just control his emotions a lot better than before. Um I don't know. I was kind of cheering for both players. I mean, I really like both these players. I don't really um, hate on them so much. That's why it's kind of hard to pick a a, um, a champion, try to pick a winner. But as Djokovic said in his uh, his his post match speech, um, he said that unfortunately there could only be one winner in this match, and um, I think he's right. You know, like I mean, in my eyes, both these guys are winners. But it's like you can't just have both people win. <laughs> um, but it was such a great match. I mean. I thought Federer was really going to take it at 4.15, serving, you know. He went for the ace, um, and I guess he missed, so he had to hit a second serve. But at 40.30, he did hit a first serve, in, and I was like, he needs to hit one. But Djokovic actually kind of bunted it back. And Federer moved in, hit a forehand. Uh, it was kind of like down the line, and then Djokovic just passed him with a crazy looping forehand. So I think at that point when it hit Deuce, you know, we kind of all knew that you know, you, you, Djokovic is like on his last legs. He's on the ground, but he wouldn't give up. And I think um, time and time again, it's been proven that, you know, Djokovic is just mentally so calm and so strong. He has his natural aura about him now that I guess it's hard to kind of break down. Um, but, I mean, I feel for Federer, too. At the age of 37, I mean, also, uh, I guess the, inter- the interviewer also asked him during the post-match um, speech you know like h- how can he still do it at the age of 37 and I think it's amazing I mean they, these guys levels are so high you know higher than the rest of the field the rest of the men's um, so it's like Federer's game can beat about like 98% of all the players out there right now except for Djokovic or sometimes Nadal but 
it's like the old generation players are, are still so good and so strong and I think um, there, there are a few young players up and coming now but I don't think there's going to be any that are as special as um, you know as Roger Nadal and Djokovic and sorry guys for the for the background noise, there's a car that's trying to back up, and every time it backs up, it makes that reverse beeping noise, because I think it's a big car. But um, yeah, great match. Um, you know, it's such an honor to witness such great tennis at a, at the highest level. Um, I had to get up around like seven something in the morning just to watch the match, and I actually missed like the first set and a half because there's no way I'm gonna get up at like six in the morning to watch tennis, because you know. It's Saturday here, and who wants to wake up at 6 in the morning on a Sunday unless you're going to go running or do something? But, uh, I mean, just incredible match. I don't know if you guys out there do watch tennis or follow tennis at all, but, man, it's such a treat to watch two great players just duke it out and, and play. The score was 7-6 uh, in the first set. Novak Novak Djokovic won that at 7-5. And second set was 6-1. I think Federer played well, and Djokovic just kind of, like, had a mental lapse. Third set was so close, uh, could have gone either way, and Federer just didn't play well in the tie breaks. But credit to Djokovic, he only stepped it up. Fourth set was 6-4. Federer, you know, broke, and then fifth set was just crazy. It was like both players redlined their game. They played extremely well. They pushed each other to the limits. But that's the beauty of tennis. It's like you have no help from anybody. You have no team. It's like your weaknesses, your strengths are all exposed, you know. In team sports, it's like you can be carried by a good player. You can be carried by a good team. Um, obviously, you know, you have to be a good enough player to make a team sport, but when you get to that level, um, you know, you can still be carried and you can still win a match or win a championship um, without doing anything. Um, but still, tennis is just like, it's on a whole new level. I mean, you're out there, um, in this case, Djokovic was playing against Federer, one of the all-time greats, and also playing against the crowd. Even the commentators, even the channel that I watched it on, which was ESPN, was biased against him. And I was like, okay, this guy has so many odds against him and he came out on top and managed to win and pull off one of the greatest wins of his career i think and man at one point where Federer was serving for the match one of the commentators was saying this is going to be Federer's most important game of his entire career because who knows he's 37 years old he might not play another wimbledon i mean i hope he does i hope he still plays because i really love his game i love um, what he does and what he brings to the sport of tennis but at this age, you know, you kind of wonder how much longer can his body hold up. And if he suffers an injury, you know, when you get older, your body takes more time to recover. So I hope that he doesn't get injured at all. But I just have a feeling that if he gets an injury or if he if he experiences a type of injury, he might just throw up the, the white flag, which I hope he doesn't. Because I think he can still beat 98% of all the players on the tour. It's just Novak is special, too, on his own, on his own crazy good level. But... um. I just wanted to show you guys a quick thought of 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 what what I what I what I'm going through. I was so excited. I was cheering. I was clapping. I was trying to be calm, but it's like at the end of the day, you know, there can only be one winner. And uh, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, Novak came out on top. Federer came in as a runner-up. But you know, both these guys are winners. Not only in my eyes, but I'm sure in thousands of of tennis fans' eyes throughout the world. And everybody was watching. But um, I think. Both these players, especially Novak, I think he reached a new level of like mental toughness. And he's more humble now, I think, compared to before. He's won enough. He realizes that I think family is important, his kids, his wife. And I think it's like it gives you a sense of like of, of 
of peace, you know, like whether you win or lose, you know, your family's always going to be there for you. So enjoy the process, kind of like enjoy the journey. Whether the results are good or bad, I think that's what both players are doing. And it helps you reach a whole new level of of mastership and, and a new level of greatness. So I think, um, you know, they're great role models, not only to the game of tennis, but to kids around the world who want to pick up the game. And, you know, obviously they're going to watch all these greats and whatever they do, kids are going to try to imitate. So I think these guys are, are these top guys are really good for the sport. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Tennis is my favorite sport. So you guys know, if you guys watch tennis or watch Grand Slams at all, you know I'm going to be watching too. So um, let me know if you guys have a favorite or if you guys watch the match or what do you guys feel. Let me know. <laughs> Shoot me an email, Edgerton32kpodcast with an S at the end, at gmail.com. All right, I'm going to tuning out. Have a great one, guys, and uh, I'll talk to you all soon. Peace. <laughs>